This is the Banker Bob Thought for July 26th, 2021. Sometimes there's a fine line between cuddling and holding somebody down so they can't get away. Fans, good evening and welcome to Rappin' on Racing, July 26th, 2021. And joining me now is co-host Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? Don, I, I'm still tired from the weekend. I was at Lernerville Friday night and then made the trek up to Hummingbird Saturday. And uh, thank goodness we're taping this show on a Monday night because I'll tell you what, uh, I need to catch up on some sleep. But uh, some great racing action that I saw in all around western Pennsylvania this weekend. Hey, guests tonight include Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Billy Rebar, Asphalt Late Model Driver Derek Griffith, Street Stock Driver Casey Flegel, and car owner Gary Catellis. At Thunder Mountain, A.J. Flick picked up the victory in the Connor Bobbick Memorial, and Michael Norris put the Todd Serenza 02 in victory lane. Eric Gabaney, big block winner at Mercer Raceway. Dog Hollow winner was the 358 Limited Late Models, Greg Moore, and Max Blair was the late model winner at Marion Center. Isaac Chappell has extended his winning streak in the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series action to five in a row, dominating performance at Lernerville Speedway on Friday night. Also on Friday night, the annual Rush Summer Showcase unfolded uh, at Lernerville Speedway as Mike Derisky scored a career first in the late model action, Chad Ruhlman won in the sprint car feature, and in the sports and modified action, it was Chaz Wilbur as he collected his 40th career feature victory. Eric Westendorf and Brian Spade did a great job covering the Rush Summer Showcase, and we have a Victory Lane interviews we're going to share with you. Some behind-the-scenes stuff. I thought Logan Zarin had a good run finishing third behind Aritzky and Will Thomas. Rod George looked good in the number 41 car. Modified and late model driver John Mollick had a nice run in the sprint cars. And Zach Morrow did double duty with the sprints and late models. Uh, it, 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 actually, on Friday, it was uh, 
Christmas in July at Lernerville Speedway. And Don, I heard there was a rumor because I, I, I witnessed it, but there uh, that GM Mike Lysakowski will not be on the cover of GQ magazine. I don't know with, with the whiskers and the look. Uh, I think he needs to go back to GMing Lernerville Speedway. <laughs> that outfit was unbelievable. I saw it and I couldn't stop laughing. Hallie Bayless has Victory Lane interviews at Trove Speedway with Brayden Dillinger and Brett Utera. Dave, there's an awful lot of activity up at Hummingbird, and you were there, and uh, I'd like you to share some of the special things that happened. Yeah, in lieu of the Victory Lane interviews and things that we normally do, that I do when I, I travel out and about, uh, and I know you wanted to uh, attend this event this year because it's something that you, you attend with me every year. It's, it was Louis Culture Guns where we're celebrating his 93rd birthday. Now, his birthday is actually tonight on Monday night, but, you know, I went up there, and I do a little thing that's just from the way that I am from my heart. Uh, for those people that know Louie, they'll know exactly what I mean. The man's 93 years old, and Don, he runs on that golf cart, and it is, like, nonstop. I'm 63, and I can't keep up with him. But I had a chance to spend the afternoon with him. He looks forward to uh, when I come up, and he, he asked where you were, and I said, you know, you have some family commitments back uh, in North Carolina, so you know, ho- hopefully we'll be up there again next year for 94. But uh, I usually put a little card together, when I, and, and I know you always bust on it because it's a birthday card, and it's not your traditional birthday card. It's usually something that's about... 18 by 24, and it has a theme on it. And a big thanks it always goes out to Ed Miller because I kind of brainstorm some stuff, and he, and he puts it together. And you know, I know Joe Novak ended up sending you a picture. And what it is is a few years back when we lost Dow Carnahan, I wanted to do something special for Dow. So there's a, a gentleman by the name of Sam Thong that does caricatures and. We did one for Dow, and I thought and for 93 it would be really good to do Louie. But to incorporate the special thing, a part about it, I was able to put, have Sam put the golf cart in there. And if anybody knows Louie, that golf cart probably puts a 1,000 miles on an eight, it seems. He never stops. But that was just my portion. And on top of that, uh, I gave him his normal uh, strawberry pie and his comments to the fans in the stands when we were singing him happy birthday. I said, are you going to share the pie with anybody? He goes, no. So in, in true Louie fashion. But on top of that, Don, and I know you saw some of the, the, the things that are on social media, a big thank you to Rick Rogalski. He took the time to bring his two-seater modified up there to give Louie a ride on the track. Now, Louie's built the track, owned the track, but never actually kind of raced on the track. So they buckled Louie in and, and, and took him for uh, five or ten laps around the track. And on the side of the big uh, uh, sail panels that he had on, like the, kind of like the North uh, East Modifieds had, it said, Happy Birthday, Louie Culture Ground. And instead of Rick's normal number, it was 93. So, uh, you know, from myself and you and everybody that, uh, loves Louie, just a, a great evening, and I had a chance to sit down and talk with him afterwards, and uh, words couldn't express. I mean, there was literally tears in the man's eyes that, uh, you know, myself and what Rick did and, and the love that the fans have for the man is just incredible as we celebrated his birthday. 
He really likes it when you come up there, and he gave you a nickname a couple of years ago. He calls you Big City. <laughs> yeah, it is funny, and yeah, he just uh, sometimes when he laughs when people say "Who am I?" He points to my shirt because you and I always have our wrapping and racing wrapping on racing shirts on, and we have our names on it. So it, it was a, a great evening, you know, a long one, but uh, I had some friends up there with me and some. Great, great racing action, and I will go over those results when we do the results, Don. Dave, do you have any uh, results from Hummingbird? I do, Don. Some, like I said earlier, some great racing action. In the super late models, it was Doug Eck. In the semi-lights, it was Nick Erskine, Mike Anderson in the Economods, Andrew Gordon in the Pro Stocks. In the Pure Stocks, it was Bryce Swagger. In the Four Cylinders, Blake Joyner. And in the Junior Sprints, it was Adam Pressner in the stock and Garen Davenport in the open. And again, a great night of racing. We had a little bit of rain early on. The track was super fast. It was good to see Andrew Gordon uh, pick up a win. He's been dominant all year and just uh, had a, a good, good run. And it was, it's kind of funny, you know, Don. People say you never know when Dave shows up. Well, I get the Hummingbird. And track announcer John Strayup was a little bit under the weather, and he says, can you fill in and do some victory lanes? I said, yeah, I think I've done that a time or two. So it was, it was a long but fun evening. Your resume for on-track announcing just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it, it's just fun. It, it's something that I do, and it, it's difficult because sometimes you don't have the lineups and you don't know who the people are, so you're relying on uh, just some memory. But like I said, um, yeah, it, it's always, always fun. And like I said, I, little that I know, some five, six years ago when I said to you after I kind of stepped aside from, you know, being a car owner, can I help you a little bit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are words I'll never forget. But, again, I'm so appreciative of what you do and the opportunities that, you know, wrapping on, wrapping on racing has brought to me. That was an understatement when uh, I said, can you help me a little bit? Big, big changes after that happened. Hey, I want to remind you, Wrapping on Racing is available every Monday at 6 p.m. on Apple TV, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, or WrappingOnRacing.com. The program's available 24-7 and 365 days of the year. And if you miss any of it, probably the easiest thing is to go to Apple TV or WrappingOnRacing.com. As always, we want to thank... Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor of Rapid On Racing, and all of our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Tumla Meat Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. And I want to thank you, my co-host, along with our reporters, Howie Bayless, Lenny Baticki, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. Special thanks to senior engineers and our technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Luzik, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. Dave, you have a nice evening. Get some rest. Thanks, Don. You do the same. We miss you down up here in Pittsburgh. This portion of Rapid on Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For more information, check out Jennerstown.org. Racers for Tots is a nonprofit organization composed of a group of racing enthusiasts who have come together to raise money through various fundraisers and raffles to purchase toys for children in need during the Christmas season. 
Founded in 1999, Racers for Tots has raised over $2 million to purchase toys and bicycles for children in need across western Pennsylvania. Racers for Tots donates to Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh, the Salvation Army, Father Ryan's Outreach Center, Children of Murder Victims, Catholic Charities, Bikes for Children with Autism, and any local organization that benefits families with children in need. This year, the organization will celebrate 21 years, and there are many local and regional raffles and fundraisers planned. And if you see the Racers for Tots car at your local Speedway, be sure to purchase a $10 ticket for a chance to win the Racers for Tots grand prize, a brand new rocket race car. This car is valued at about $50,000. For additional information, call 412-952-4723 or go to info at racersfortots.org. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Rebar. Joining us now is Billy Rebar from the Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. Thanks for having me. You know, you had a busy weekend, and I saw some of the photographs on the uh, Facebook. What a crowd, but it wasn't stock car racing. That's right, Don. Uh, we actually had a two-day show here this past weekend. Friday night, the All-Star Monster Truck Tour and Freestyle Motocross took uh, took action on the track, and they returned on Saturday for a second show. And to give you an idea, the facility holds about 9,000 people, give or take, plus or minus. Friday night, we were about third capacity, so there was a little over 3,000 people there. Great show, great weather, 
But, you know, Fridays isn't the most convenient for everyone, you know, work and so on and so forth. So we knew Saturday was going to be really good. Well, little did we know. Uh, thank God, Don, that we broke it up in two shows because of those 9,000 seats, there were more that were full than there were empty. It was very, very uh, filled up. It was a great experience. Everybody left there cheering and smiling. And it wasn't just for kids. It was adults having a great time. So what a night. Uh, gave our racers a chance to maybe go away on vacation or you know get their cars together and regroup and the monster trucks did not disappoint and uh, everyone at all-star monster truck brian wagner and the crew will be returning in 2022 we just got to ink the deal with the dates but monster trucks are alive and well in the mountain just think of how many people were there for the monster trucks that had never been there for a race well and that's the whole idea behind it and we've talked about it before on the show you know, it's a racetrack, and racing's what we're all about. But sometimes you've got to go different ways to attract people and make them race fans. And I can tell you, every person that attended the show Friday and Saturday night, uh, when they paid to park their $5, they got two courtesy passes to come back. And I think the facility itself wowed enough people, they can't come wait to come back and use those tickets. And a great opportunity for them to use those tickets would be this coming weekend, Saturday, July 31st, when we have a five-division racing program, as well as a six-cylinder endurance race and fireworks to conclude the night, Dawn. So pretty excited this week. Um, we have late models, modified street stocks, chargers, and four-cylinders. The one-stop auto sell pro stock division actually has the week off. But I got something exciting I want to mention here, Dawn. You know, that division has seen 10 or 11 cars this year so far. Uh, we have... Preston Cope, who has pictures, beautiful car on the Internet that's expected to come out real soon. I think they were going to come out last week if it wasn't for the weather. Um, but we also have a local familiar family name, Josh Dunmeyer, the son of Hall of Famer and legendary regional champion jo Jeff Dunmeyer. Josh Dunmeyer will be competing in the one-stop auto sell pro stock division, hopefully before the end of the year. Uh, he purchased the car locally, a championship-winning car. And they're getting that all dialed in. I know he's working on getting a motor package and stuff put together, but if it's not real soon, within by now and the end of the year, we're expected to see Josh Dunmar out in the one-stop auto sale pro stock. And we have another gentleman named Keith Miller who raced. He told me tonight, he actually called me today, it's been 30 years since he's been in a race car, and he's been coming to Jennerstown the last couple of years and sees what's going on. And he saw that Chucky Kessler, who hasn't raced in 18 years, got back behind the wheel he said, if Chucky can do it, I can do it. So we're excited to hear that uh, Keith Miller is expected to be out here in a couple weeks. I know he just picked, he's working on picking up his brand-new Ingram racing engine, and we're getting him some shocks. But the division is growing, Don. It'll be, uh, we're expecting 13, 14 cars before the end of the year. So really excited about that. Now, you're a fairly young guy, but I don't know if you're aware of it, but Josh Dunmar's grandfather was a good racer. I've heard that. I have not seen that uh, personally experience it because, like you said, I'm a little younger of the spectrum, but I know Jeff Dunmeyer was one of my heroes growing up along with Rich Mitchell and Charlie Craig, and I loved listening to uh, Jeff Dunmeyer and the 07 Bruning Motorsports, and his spotter was pretty charismatic on the radio every Friday night at Motordrome. So great group of people. Josh has a huge following, great family, and can't wait to see him racing at Jennerstown. I believe the grandfather was Cliff Dunmar, but uh, that was a long yes. time. Yeah. <clears throat> that is correct. That name is it. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk about the entry list for the Masters. And while we're uh, talking about it, uh, Derek uh, is going to be on uh, tonight's show. 
Yeah, really happy that Derek Griffith took the time to be on your show. He's the Hudson, New Hampshire driver. I've actually become pretty good friends with him and his family. They absolutely love Jennerstown. They love making the trip. Obviously, they wish it was closer, but, you know, to put this in the spectrum, you know, last year we had Derek Griffith, Carson Host, for all guys that are moving up through the NASCAR ranks. Uh, unfortunately, Carson won't be able to make it to the Masters because he'll be racing at Watkins Glen, but Derek Griffith will be. Uh, he was there for the July 3rd race, had a shot to win. Late race incident took him out. However, this, gentleman, this young man has actually just signed a deal with Kyle Busch Motorsports to be driving in the truck series. And a lot of guys would probably take the time and focus solely on that. He's a racer. He runs probably more races than anyone in the country. They start in speed weeks down to New Smyrna. And, you know, last year was the first trip to Jennerstown. And here they are. They came back for July 3rd and coming back for the Motor Mountain Masters. So really exciting to hear feedback like that. I can't wait to hear his interview on the show, Don. He really loves the place, and he told me one of the things he enjoys is after the races, he has a camp break and be down in the infield and have a chance to visit with you and some of the other employees from the track. Big supporter of the track, really loves the place. He really is. And, you know, Don, another gentleman I want to mention, and we'll go down through here. As of right now, there are 31 paid entries for the Motor Mountain Masters, and we're not going to name them all on the show. we got a couple we're kind of keeping on the back burner. Uh, to, to build the suspense, but Chris Davidson, all the way from Taylor Lake Village, Texas. That's right, Texas, Don. And that isn't a guy that just calls Texas a home and, you know, he's somewhere else. He is literally driving from Texas for the Motor Mountain Masters. After he came all the way up here on July 3rd for the car super late model race, had a mechanical issue on his trailer, literally lost a set of wheels on his trailer. Josh Koch and I, a good friend of ours over there, Tunstall Auto and Truck Repair, went and found it, and then Sunday which was July 4th, a holiday, Morocco Welding got um, Chris Davidson back on the road on our way back to Texas where he could have been stranded for a couple days on end. And because of what we did at Jennerstown, he submitted his entry and he's bringing a pro car all the way back up here from Texas. So uh, pretty exciting when that entry list came across the, uh, the desk this week. You have to be pleased because every time we turn around, there's some new guy coming from somewhere far away. Yeah, and, you know, even the early entries. You know, we have our local guys, Brian Shipp, Brandon Marheska, uh, Corey Casagrande, who won the 75 lap earlier this year, was one of the first to enter. Mike Sweeney, who's been running a little more regularly with us. But here's another name that I was really, really excited to see, Brian Campbell of Wyoming, Michigan. Brian is a legendary late model racer. He has done so well in the Midwest, and he has struggled over the last couple seasons, just things, just bad luck, things breaking getting caught on other people's messes. And Brian, I think he only made two laps last year the Motor Mountain Masters when he was involved in an incident, none of his doing. So to see him send his entry form in so early to get on the list that he wants that redemption is really exciting for us. Uh, other out-of-towners that we're expected to see, uh, Albert Francis is going to be back in action, Jimmy Tucker, who raced with us earlier this year, Mike Hopkins, our defending champion, is coming back. Um, Evan Schottko out of Michigan, who raced with us last year, absolutely loved the place, couldn't wait to come back. Jarek Johnson, who was just on your show, great guy. Um, I'm going to butcher this last name, and I apologize to Ethan, Ethan Standerswick. I'm not real good at that, so I apologize all the way from Michigan as well. Nate Walton, who's a champion at Berlin Speedway, coming back this year. Nate got tore up in the race. You know, a lot of times guys get tore up your racetrack, though, and they don't want to come back. Not these guys. They, they're hungry. They want to come back and race with us. Eddie McDonald all the way from Raleigh, Maine. Um, and we have a few other names. we got a really high-profile driver 
that I think people connect the dots that did pretty well here on July 3rd uh, with a new chassis manufacturer that uh, they're thrashing pretty hard to get his car done. And I think folks we're going to probably see most likely Bubba Pollard himself will be competing in the 2021 fourth annual Motor Mountain Masters. I want to go back to when we started talking about the monster trucks. And I had a wise man tell me many years ago at the RPM uh, Promoters Workshop, we're not in the racing business. We're in the entertainment business. And your monster truck show is a classic example of utilizing the facility because uh, there's only so many weeks in the summer. And to be able to put that in there, plus the fact that, you know, if somebody wanted to get married or go on vacation or whatever, they knew ahead of time they'd have that weekend to take care of family business. Yeah, I agree, Don. And I struggled <laughs> with that for many years when Stan Lasky was motordrome. And Stan's a good friend, and he always said, you know, we're in the entertainment business. And I would hate that. I would cringe as a driver. And I think if you balance it, like, we've tried to do it works for everyone and i'll take it a step further not only we in the entertainment business i believe we're in the hospitality business and that's the reason why we're seeing drivers like bubble pollard Derek griffith mike hopkins brian campbell these guys coming from all over the country because of the way they were treated at Jennerstown. that means more to me the ownership group and staff than anything else uh you know if you have a wreck race car and you still have a good experience at the racetrack i think we're doing something right and we got one more driver. I can't announce it this week, but I guarantee you next Monday on the show we will bring it up. Uh, this gentleman's actually planning on testing at the facility this coming Friday. All I'm going to say is uh, very high-profile, very successful short track racer in multiple different types of cars throughout the country, and he actually ran an SRX series race with Tony Stewart. So we're going to leave that as a teaser, and uh, really excited. I'm, I'm sure we'll probably break it Friday when he's testing at the facility if we're allowed to. Keep them guessing. That's the best way to do that. Well, uh, we're coming up on a break. Is there anything you'd like to add? Anything that uh, we haven't covered? I just want to give a big shout-out to my friend Bobby Neal there at Rorick Automotive and his boss there, Jim, uh, from Chevrolet Performance. They were actually working the Grand Prix this last weekend. They reached out to me and said, hey, is there anything we can do to help market or promote Jennerstown while we're there? And uh, we were able to hook them up with some courtesy passes and some literature. Just a great gesture from someone that. You know, pretty far away from Jennerstown, but they want to do what they can to support racing in southwestern PA. So I thought that was a great, great opportunity for us, and we want to thank those guys for that. I know Bobby's a big listener of the show, so I want to make sure I mentioned it. And lastly, Dawn, on a little sadder note, uh, we want to pass along our condolences to the friends and family of Patrick Miller, longtime photographer and supporter of the Super Cup Stock Car Series and a great friend of Jennerstown Speedway. Uh, Patrick was just at the Speedway just a couple weeks ago with the Super Cup Stock Car Series. Unfortunately, he fell ill, and uh, we lost Patrick here this last week. So our condolences to his friends and family. And our sympathies from us at uh, Rappin' on Racing. Well, I thank you for an excellent report, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Don. Thank you. This portion of Rappin' on Racing was brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For information about upcoming events at Jennerstown Speedway, check out Jennerstown.org. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party. 
a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rappin' on Racing. Joining us now is Derek Griffith from Hudson, New Hampshire. Derek, uh, good evening. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, and I understand last year, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Jennerstown Speedway and then a little bit about your career. Last year, you were uh, fifth in the uh, Motor Mountain Masters, and you were having a pretty good run in the 20,000 to win race. Let's talk about the, your most recent visit there. Yeah, you know, we uh, we kind of just played our cards right to, to be uh, a car to beat in the, in the closing laps more than anything. Uh, you know, we made sure we took our tires as late as possible and made sure we had uh, we doubled up on fuel. Um, so, you know, we, we really just set ourselves up to be that the kind of car that would be good late late run. Um, I mean, we made adjustments the entire race. Every stop, we were changing something, doing something. So, um, I mean, it fell right into having a really good car. Um, I, I, I was having issues with my transmission right from the initial start. It would go into high gear, 
and uh, without using the clutch at least. And uh, later in the race, when I was trying to keep up with Sammy Smith on those restarts, you could really tell how much better he was. Uh, you know, having he having used the clutch and him just uh, shifting, it was a lot easier for him to pull away. Uh, we had a restart with probably 15 to go, and I really chased him down with uh, with four to go right to his back bumper and um, my tenth a lap there. And then we had back and uh, had another restart and just the, the transmission would not shift in a high gear anymore. So unfortunate, uh, but it was a really good showing for us. We don't really run a ton of these uh, super style races with the big motors and all that stuff. Um, and when we do, it's usually but, uh, other than that, not, not very often do we get that opportunity to do it. So to do it close to home, especially at Jennerstown, was, was awesome. Those things were a blast there. How long of a ride is it from New Hampshire down to Jennerstown? Right around eight hours or so, plus minus. Um, it, it really isn't too bad of a ride. I, I actually hauled up uh, a little camper down there and hung out in the uh, in the infield next to the you know Billy and, and the whole uh, track officials and all that stuff. We had a good time. It was awesome. I'm going to read some things that were on uh, Facebook about you. Uh, you're getting ready to take on the Seekonk at the Bay Classic for 10000 to win. And their comments are known as one of the brightest rising stars in New England short track racing. Derek Griffith is headed to Seekonk Speedway for the big $10,000 to win Bay State Classic with the Pro All-Star Series. Set to compete on Wednesday, July 28th against some of the region's best and brightest drivers uh he has one goal in mind and that's to take home the big check some of your thoughts on uh seekonk have um, I'm, i imagine you've run there before a little bit about that uh, race coming up that race back in 2015 or 14 maybe um such a such a cool little that place uh believe it or not they used to fill the place with water and, and uh and race speedboats there too um, so it, it's such a neat little racetrack. It's all concrete and, uh, still, you know, bullring style racing. So, uh, very, very excited to get back there. Mostly all around a great, great racetrack to race at. So 10 grand's on the line, uh, Wednesday show, pretty, uh, pretty exciting deal. Two $10,000 win races, uh, back to back. It says you're going to make your NASCAR camping world truck series debut with Kyle Busch motorsports. And you're also going to, you've had some, uh, starts in ARCA. Um, you're the former pass PASS national champion and former Seekonk winner. How did the deal come together with uh, Kyle Busch? Um, you know, we're, we're really good friends with Tony Hirschman, his spotter. And over the years, uh, Tony's brother, Matt, is an amazing modified racer. He's won uh, you know, pretty much every modified race that there is to win. We got to know that that group was through uh, my crew chief racing with Matt back in the day. And then Tony was spotting for him. And he, you know, just... You know, through the racing world, knew him, um, and he, uh, everywhere we went with Arca, he kind of was just around. We hang out with him, see what's going on. So I got I got a text from him, um, you know, a little while ago, and it was just like, hey, you know, here's uh, here's Kyle's number. Give him a call. We got to talk to you about. So I uh, I gave him a call, talked about some stuff. Um, you know, talked with Toyota a little bit to see if they could do something. Um, and you know, coming together for that deal was was. Uh, something i i didn't know if it was going to happen or not because you know there's other stipulations that come in and uh you know it all just kind of fell together and it was really cool to kind of have like a 10 minute phone conversation with 
someone like Kyle, you know, who I look up to uh, so much. Um, so it, it was a really cool deal for me to uh, even get the opportunity just to even get a phone call into him. Never mind, uh, you know, be able to go uh, race his truck at a uh, gateway with with uh, you know JBL and TRD on board as long as uh, and, and uh, as well as Hudson Speedway, uh, the, the track that I started racing at when I was 12 years old. They're going to be the headline sponsor. So pretty amazing. That sounds very exciting. You got to be really pleased about that. Um, and that brings up my next question. Uh, your reason for getting involved in racing, you said 12 years old. So uh, how old are you now? I'm 24. So you've been doing this for quite a while there. Now, how did you get involved in racing? Uh, you know, I, I lived in, in Hudson, New Hampshire pretty much my whole life and Right up the street from my house um, uh, is a is a racetrack called Hudson Speedway, um, under the ownership of the Weber family at the time, um, and it's now under uh, a different ownership of uh, Ben Bozowski. But uh, at the time, you know, it was, uh, it was right there. It was the family fun track is what they called it. It was five dollars to get in. Um, you know, it, it kept you know as a as a younger kid, it kept us occupied on a Sunday. And, um, I was always a gearhead growing up. You know, two years old, I got my first kitty cat. Articat, Kitty Cat, Snowmobile, and uh, then I had four-wheelers and dirt bikes and all that stuff. And, uh, it just seemed to take a, a liking to that stuff a lot more than uh, anything else in, in my life. Um, my father raced uh, kind of like, you know, heat up enduro cars, go out there, smash up, half sort of deal. Um, so watching him, I think my first time at the racetrack, I was six months old. and uh, So my whole life, I, I kind of spent a good majority of it at Hudson Speedway. And finally, you know, became the time where... I had to make a decision if I wanted to race. I had to stop playing football. Um, and my father was like, hey, you know, what do you want to do? You want to play football or do you want to go racing? I'm like, that's kind of a silly question. You know what I, you know what I want to do? <laughs> um, so we got ourselves a little $600 Volkswagen Golf. And I ran the Thunderlight division there when I was 12 years old. It's a kid's division, 12 to 18. Um, you know, kind of like to hone the skills in. It's, it's more of a teaching, uh, teaching lesson than anything else. And, uh, man, it was it was such an awesome time. I actually won my first ever heat race, my first ever feature race against. Uh, we used to have around fifteen to twenty cars a week, so it was a really really cool deal um, for me and my father as well. You know, to kind of get me involved in something like that, and, uh, it was. I'm sure it was pretty fulfilling. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Derek Griffith, the driver of the 12G. Uh, he's planning to come to Jennerstown for the fourth annual. Motor Mountain Masters. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some of your goals. Obviously, you got some pretty big ones on the horizon here. And if things come together with uh, the Kyle Busch uh, Motorsports, I guess the sky's the limit. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, ultimate goal for next year is to run a whole season with those guys. Or, um, I mean, really, just a whole season and something next year. That's not a super late model. Just, you know, just a super late model. Um, that's that's the goal. I mean, really, I think pumped even just to have a few races next year to be honest but um uh, you know we i gotta uh, you know i'm getting older it's gonna get a lot harder for me to progress forward in this uh, industry unless i kind of make it happen here pretty soon so i'm hoping my uh my ride at gateway goes really well um and from there i can kind of say uh, hey you know hopefully we we prove a point on why we belong up there um and then if that makes a big you know that opens the doors um uh, you know i have already had a lot of luck and a lot of help from friends and people that want to see me succeed and i've been uh, astronomically lucky through the years to, to have the help i've had and um so hopefully the, the help keeps coming and hopefully we can 
get uh, get going here and do that stuff. But you know, I, I tell everyone all the time, I I, uh, I wouldn't be sad to to uh, go down as one of the better super late model drivers, um, you know, of, of the time. Uh, you know, if I if that's what it ends up being, you know, I mean, we've won a lot of big races, raced in a lot of uh, amazing uh, races against the best and the best of the, the country and even the world um, uh, circuit track racing. So it, for me to go down as, you know, the number one draft pick with Speed 51 and, and all that stuff, that's super fulfilling already. And, you know, I can I can close out and be a bit, be pretty happy uh, with what we've already done, um, but hopefully we keep uh, progressing for sure. Well, you mentioned the help. Can we take some time and thank some of your sponsors? Yeah, of course. Uh, biggest for uh, me right now is Hudson Speedway, uh, you know, on the side of the truck for Gateway. Um, you know, it's been a big help of mine for, for years now, Ben Bozowski and Bozowski Properties. And, um, you know, he's such an amazing guy. And uh, his girlfriend, Heather, great, great people. Um, and then my father, Louis Michelidis and Dolly Michelidis as well, my spotter and my crew chief um, for the super late model deal. We got uh, Effie Preventure Insurance, Mike's Pies, um, LCM Racing, Northeast Auto Imports, Kingsborough Motors. Um, you know, I mean, Magnus Performance Products. The list could go on and on as far as people who have helped me over the years. Um, it, I'm such an uh, amazing amount of help I've had. and so cool to see kind of New England come together to help me out as much as they have to try to get, you know, the progression that, that uh, we've gotten to at least. How about the pit crew? Is there anyone else we need to acknowledge? Yeah, yeah, big, big Jason. Uh, such a uh, this is even a cool story in itself. Um, I worked, I worked with Chad Bryant racing last year, and uh, our, our friend uh, Chad. He, he's such an awesome guy. He gave me a shot to run that Arca car last year, and with limited practice and, and no uh, time to test anything, and it was a little bit difficult of a year to be honest. But we kept the car in one piece all year. Um, and had some good runs, and, and that was great. Um, but one of his crew members that, that worked on uh, the, the lollipop car, the 22 car, um, I mean, man, he's such an awesome guy. He, uh, he fought pretty much every race that he can make it to, he'll fly out, do whatever he's got to do to meet us. Was at um, Jennerstown, was at Berlin. Um, we'll, we'll go wherever he's got to go to come help out. And we just met him through racing, and uh, such an awesome guy. Um, and then... Uh, my father, um, Zach, uh, Cassidy, Lindsay, Dolly, um, you know, people, uh, I'm really blessed with the amount of help that I have, like I said, for sure. So uh, it's, it's, uh, the list could go on there as well for forever, but um, those are really the, the top people as of now. Well, Derek Griffith, it sounds like a good group of sponsors and a good group of crew members. Uh, have we covered everything or is there anything you'd like to add? No, I think we're good. You know, just super excited to get back to Jennerstown. And um, I think after the car store race there a few few weeks ago, I got uh, got some notes that I can bring with me. So hopefully we start out as a, uh, a car to beat and uh, keep it there. August 6th practice, August 7th, the fourth annual Motor Mountain Masters. I want to thank you for being with us and wish you continued success. And I'd like to see you bring home that $10,000 check for the Bay State Classic. Yeah, that'd be excellent for me. <laughs> thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. 
Saturday night, racing entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts with our five weekly divisions. The Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. The Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. The Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks. The Always Safe Traffic Control Young Guns. And the Crawford Auto Repair 4 Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series. The Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series. The Rush Sportsman Modifieds. The Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The Rush Wingless Sprints. Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds. And the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now more Rappin' on Racing with your host Don Gamble and Jim Zufall.
Saturday night at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway after losing our Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series date last year because of COVID. Yeah, they got the return this year, and the Boss Series showed up in force on Saturday night. And when it was all said and done, Matt Westfall wound up in victory lane. Really exciting race as Ricky Lewis, a young man out of uh, California, travels from Southern California to his uh, racing base in uh, around the Indianapolis area, I believe. Uh, he flipped his car multiple times. I think we figured about 10 times, and four or five of those were in midair in his heat race. Well, we had a long delay for track prep, and that gave Ricky Lewis and his team the opportunity to fix the car again. They pretty much duct tape and zip-tied it together. He goes back out on the track, starts second to last, which was 15th position. He had actually made a pass for the lead with two laps to go when a caution came out. We knew at the green-white checkered with Westfall in the lead that Ricky Lewis was going to throw it all to the wall, and sure enough, he did. And into the wall, he went again, and this time he flipped again and took out chunks of wall. Did not win, unfortunately. He winds up with a 12th place finish, and Matt Westfall holds on for the lead over Carmen Perigo, Isaac Chappell, who was on a five-win run, which came to an end on Saturday night. Brandon Spithaler, one of the locals that pulls his wings off to run with a Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series wingless sprints. Jesse Vermillion finishes up the top five. When it was all said and done, Matt Westfall wound up in victory lane talking to Rapid on Racing's Tyler Harris. Matt, what a performance. You got around uh, the first place car, Perigo, on uh, lap number 20, and uh, there was no looking back, but you had some pressure coming from Ricky Lewis, calling him all the way back from 16, and there he is right there giving you a shake of the hand. But uh, nonetheless, you were able to get it done tonight. How's it feel to get the win here at Pittsburgh? Uh, it feels good. You know, uh, early I think the bottom was good, but Ricky must have got his lane cleaned up up there up top, and it, it was definitely on the restart I moved up there, and I was way better up there than I was around the bottom, so... Uh, it sucks for Ricky because he, I mean, he, he's had a tough night all night, you know, getting upside down and crashing again. But uh, it's uh, it's good for us because we've uh, been struggling a little bit, and uh, somebody finally beat Chapel. Yeah, he's been pretty dominant, but you were dominant here tonight. Did you know to move up that line, or uh, did someone tell you to get up there? No, nah, it's pretty obvious when Ricky drives by. You got to get right up there where they are. So uh, the good thing a caution come out, or he'd probably beat us. But. Uh, we had a little luck on our side tonight, and it uh, helped out. I got to thank Ray Marshall for uh, giving us the opportunity. It's a new car this weekend, and uh, a second and a first ain't too bad. So uh, we'll see how we fare out next week. Sometimes luck is uh, all the better to have. And uh, people that you would like to thank, uh, crew, sponsors, all that stuff, let's, let's give some time to thank those people. Yeah, I got to thank my dad, uh, Mel. Uh, we couldn't do it without him, you know. And uh, Kelly, she uh, helps Ray out get into the track, and uh, – it's it's a it's like a family, you know. We've done this for the last four or five years, so it's been pretty cool. Right place at the right time. All the stars aligned for Matt Westfall tonight. Give it up for your feature winner, Matt Westfall. Sixth through tenth for the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series was Parker Fredrickson, Mike Miller, Dallas Hewitt. Grandson of Jack Hewitt, who was in the crowd with us on Saturday night, Darren Gallagher, and Cody White wrapped up the top 10 in the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. Then we then had the other wingless sprint series from the area. That's the Rush wingless sprints. And 
After taking a year away from the Rush Wingless Sprints, two-time champion in this four-year-old series, Chad Rollman comes back and won a race Friday night at the Lernerville Speedway, picked up yet another win at Pittsburgh on Saturday night. Chad Rollman, Zach Morrow throwing everything he could to try to get that lead away from Rollman, wasn't able to. Morrow doing double duty, racing his 48 late model, as Johnny Johnson owned 48 late model uh, in, in the Rush Crate late model series and also in his own 9G in the Rush uh, Wingless Sprint Series. Gail Ruth Jr. came in third, Blaze Myers fourth, Nolan Groves coming in fifth. Sixth through tenth were Rod George, who I got a chance to talk to. And Rod George says he's 62 years old. He's not getting the results he wished he would, but he is having a ball, and he continues to drive. And this nowadays, he's driving in the Rush Sprint Series. Brian Hartzell was seventh. Eighth was Brian Cressley, Ricky Tucker Jr., and Tyler Newhart round out the top ten in the Rush wingless sprint cars. And our very own Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models, Ben Police, two-time champion, was back in victory lane on Saturday night in the 14B car. Daryl Charlier worked his way up from very deep in the field. He took second home. Mike Reft, Zach Gunn, and Zach Morrow rounded out the top five. Morrow again leaving his sprint car and heading out into his late model, finishing fifth on the night. Colby Behe out of Michigan. He... Is uh, comes in from time to time, races with us, and he find, winds up six with Noah Brunel, Brian Hoffman, Philip Bubeck, Tom Klein, rounding out the top ten in the Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. In the Pro Stocks, the Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, eight cars made the field. Unfortunately, a fairly low car count for those guys yet again, but Nick Kachuba comes out the winner, battling hard with Todd Weldon. Brian Hutchko trying to make something happen, too, but Weldon and Hutchko wind up second and third. Pete Loria in the 11C car was fourth, and Mike Harris rounding out the top five in the Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. The priority equipment rental hobby stocks still probably the most exciting race on the field. In, uh, in our fields here at Pittsburgh, and once again, it did not disappoint Cody Catellus holding off Frank McGill. Catellus, about mid-race, picked up the lead and held off Frank McGill marvelously for several laps till we got down to the end. We were way past curfew by the time the Hobby Stocks raced, so with one lap to go, we had an accident. We said the, last, the next caution, we would throw the checkered flag. Well, there wasn't much doubt who was going to win the race anyway. Catellus was far enough out in front of McGill that he was going to lead that last lap for sure. So Catellus does go home with the victory. Frank McGill second. Kayla McManus coming home a respectable third. Chloe Jones coming in fourth. And fifth was Tony McGill. Sixth through tenth were Jonathan Catellus, Matt Bernard, John Kane, Robert Betts, and Tom Anton in the... This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Racers for Tots is a nonprofit organization composed of a group of racing enthusiasts who have come together to raise money through various fundraisers and raffles to purchase toys for children in need during the Christmas season. Founded in 1999, Racers for Tots has raised over $2 million to purchase toys and bicycles for children in need across western Pennsylvania. 
Racers for Tots donates to Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh, the Salvation Army, Father Ryan's Outreach Center, Children of Murder Victims, Catholic Charities, Bikes for Children with Autism, and any local organization that benefits families with children in need. This year, the organization will celebrate 21 years, and there are many local and regional raffles and fundraisers planned. And if you see the Racers for Tots car at your local Speedway, be sure to purchase a $10 ticket for a chance to win the Racers for Tots grand prize, a brand new rocket race car. This car is valued at about $50,000. For additional information, call 412-952-4723 or go to info at racersfortots.org. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now, back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. All right, listeners, joining us now is Tom Lang. We're going to talk some drag racing. Tom, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. It's a pleasure to join you as always. The most competitive class in all of drag racing at this time is the Pro Boost class in the PDRA, and the results from Virginia confirm that. Yes, Don Penske PRS Pro Boost presented by WS Construction is the only professional class in drag racing that has not had a repeat winner yet this year. For the second PDRA race in a row, half of the field was qualified within just 19 thousandths of a second of each other. Uh, coming into this race, the two drivers 
virtually tied at the top of the points chase had not won a race between them. The top six cars in points were separated by two rounds of competition. Uh, last week at the PDRA Summer Shootout presented by Tide Drive at Virginia Motorsports Park, one of those two drivers at the top of the points finally notched his first win of 2021. Kevin Rivenbark, one half of the powerhouse two-car team fielded by Galat Motorsports, picked up that first win coming out of the number two qualifying position. Ironically, Kevin is driving the car that his then-teammate John Strickland drove to the championship last year. The car that Rivenbark drove last year has been repainted and is now wheeled by Daniel Ferris, who is in his first season in PDRA Pro Boost. Rivenbark's car doesn't even have his name on it. It still has Strickland's name on the driver's door. But Kevin's made it his own. In the semifinals, it was an all-two-car team matchup. Rivenbark faced Ferris in one half of the semis, while P2 contracting teammates Kurt Stedding and Todd Tuttero made up the other half of the semis. This was Stedding's return to competition after knee surgery forced him to miss the race at Bud's Creek, Maryland last month. Rivenbark drilled Ferris on the tree by three hundredths and took a whole shot win, 3.675, to Daniel's quicker but losing, 3.662. The other half of the semis was also one on a whole shot. Stedding's reaction times were not up to his usual standard early in the season, and his knee issues did play a part in that. At Virginia Motorsports Park, he was back on his game, and he had a pretty good light in the semifinals in 020. But in the other lane, Tuttero showed one of the reasons that he has garnered 21 championships in his storied career, as he laid a uh, 012 on Kurt. The difference at the tree decided the race at the finish line as Tuttero moved on to the finals with a 3.697, which held off Steading's quicker 3.694. The margin of victory was a mere 54 ten thousandths of a second. That's .0054. In the final round, King Tut got the drop on Robin Bark at the tree but his P2 contracting back Camaro rattled the tires, started to move towards the left side retaining wall. As Todd steered it back into the groove, the car got up on the two left side tires and almost got airborne. Tom lift, or Todd lifted to save the car, but lost the race as Rivenbark sped to a 3.653 to nail down his first victory of 2021. Rivenbark extended his point lead to just over 200 points, which equates to two rounds of racing. Tuttero moved into the number two slot. In another twist of fate, Rivenbark and Tuttero are former teammates from a few years ago when they were both driving for the Galat Motorsports team. Tuttero tuned Rivenbark to the championship that year where the team won every race in Pro Boost. There are three races left to earn points towards the championship, and they promised to be barn burners. Uh, Jim Halsey drove his Daddy Shark Pro Nitrous Camaro to his fourth win in the season's first five races. Halsey has thoroughly dominated Schweitzer Dynamics Pro Boost this season, qualifying number one at every race and winning all but one of them. Halsey knocked off Cam Clark, Marcus Butner, 
and two-time world champion Tommy Franklin in the semifinals before squaring off with Freddie Scriba in the final round. Apparently, Scriba knew he needed an edge if he was going to take down Halsey, so he went for a hole shot, and unfortunately for him, that turned on the red light. Halsey proved he was going to be tough to beat as he laid down a 367 to 204 mile per hour. It goes without saying that Halsey has a huge lead in the points. He could take a race off and still not fall out of first place. The extreme pro stock cars were running for their largest purse ever as part of the memorial to legendary engine builder Sonny Leonard. Uh, Yes, Don. Sonny Leonard passed away this January after many years of building world-class racing engines. He was very well known for pro-modified and mountain motor (coughs) pro stock engines. Uh, Many of the competitors in extreme pro stock utilize his engines. So a bunch of the racers got together and organized memorial event to Sonny. Uh, There was a very nice barbecue luncheon on Saturday, as well as a a very emotional pre-race parade of the pro stocks on the track before eliminations began. And the purse was increased to $10,000 plus another five grand in extra monies posted in honor of Sonny. A J.R. Carr, who's qualified number one at every race this season, took home that pile of cash as he knocked off defending world champion Johnny Pluccino in the final round. The drivers had nearly identical reaction times, and Carr outran Pluccino 409 to a 410. Chris Powers still maintains a two-round lead in the points. Uh, Daryl Stewart picked up his second consecutive win in shameless racing, Pro Outlaw 632, defeating points leader Wes Stefano in the final round on a hole shot. Stewart had an advantage of two hundredths of a second at the start, and that was enough to secure the win as he ran 4.224 to Stefano's quicker 421. D. Stefano maintains the points lead by over 350 points. In Pro Street, Tim Essex drove his gorgeous Mustang to the win over Nick Schroeder, 406 to a 409. Uh, Essex car is a sort of a root beer brown with as much metal flake in the paint as I have ever seen on one car. Uh, Travis Davis beat Chris Garner Jones in Pro Nitrous Motorcycle. Donnie Underwood topped Henry Underwood. In the elite top sportsman, Chevy Floyd earned his first PDRA top sportsman win over Marty Dabney. Tom Martino won elite top dragster running right on his dial-in for the third time during the event in the final round as he topped Nick Hamilton. And Dickie Smith won top dragster 32 as his opponent, Ricky Molnar, broke out by just one thousandth of a second. What's coming up this weekend? Well, the PDRA will hold the Summit Pro Stars event in conjunction with Virginia Motorsports Park Night of Fire event. The top eight cars in a points program that is not part of the championship points program. Uh, The top eight Pro Nitrous cars will square off with the top eight cars in Pro Boost, which will be interesting for the fans as those two classes do not face each other at a regular PDRA race. And the Northeast Outlaw Pro Mod Association will be at Empire Dragway in Lancaster, New York, for the Pro Mod Challenge. There will be a ton of top-notch cars there to take advantage of the tremendous track prep that the staff at Empire always provides. 
There will be pre-race testing on Thursday and Friday with eliminations on Saturday. And I, uh, a lot of the ProMod cars that did not qualify for the Summit Pro Stars event at Virginia will be in Virginia or will be in uh, Empire New York for that event. So it looks like it's going to be a good one. Have we covered everything? Uh, yes, Don. I think that's as much as we're going to get in this week. I thank you for a great report. You have a nice evening. Hey, you do the same. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapid on Racing. Listeners, joining us now is Gary Catellis, one of the busiest men in dirt track racing at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Gary, good evening. How are you? Hey, really good. Thank you. You know, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, be on. I know that with the Hoods Up Quick Lube and you just opened a new uh, location, uh, does, does that give you three uh, stores now? This is our third location. And where are they in case any of our listeners want to come down and support racing? The new location is in Greensburg, and then I have one in Monongahela, and the other one is in Belberta. Now, you were a former driver, but I guess now your big job is maintaining cars for all your kids. Yeah, I have three boys running, and I just, uh, Saturday nights, I just run in circles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Reminds me of Phil Lucon many years ago when his daughter and his son were racing and they had a third car. And I said, Phil, I said, how are you? He said, I'm just crazy. I, I don't know what I'm doing. So you're in the same situation. Now, you've been uh, involved in racing for 31 years. And I have to think that that was because of Andrew and everybody knows him as Drew Catellus. Uh, what's your first recollection of being at the races or being part of what uh, Drew was doing? Well, I was back, I remember with me, my brother Craig and Dave and my cousin Joey riding in the back of a Ford pickup truck, had the motor room, and every, uh, I think it was Friday nights we ran, and uh, my Uncle Joe, and, you know, sneaking through the cornfield, um, you know, sneaking the pits, and on the way home, you know, curling up to a race tire to keep warm, that was, uh, that was some good times. Everybody has their unique stories of how they got in when they were not old enough to go through the, through the pit gate. But uh, something I wasn't aware of, I'm fairly familiar with a circle track racing, but apparently at some time in your career there was drag racing. A little bit about that. Yeah, as soon as I turned 16, um, we went bracket racing at Keystone, and I raced from 16 to 21 on um, Fridays. Saturday, Sundays, qualified for bracket finals, and it was it was a racing that I could afford. And then we would uh, follow my dad doing the uh, dirt tracks. You know, probably you mentioned that probably the best part of racing is the time you can spend with family. And I've mentioned it so many times. If you were playing football, they couldn't come in the locker room, and if you were playing baseball, they couldn't go in the dugout. But the time you spend with your boys, I mean, you think about on Saturday night, each one of the cars maybe is on a track a half hour. But the other six days of the week, you're together in the garage, and that's a very special time. Oh, for sure. It's our racing program. It's, it's days of work, preparation, from the cleaning, the 
time prep. So we're it, it's nice to be around. Uh, as my accountant, Mrs. Stiles, said, I always knew where my husband and boys were. They were either racetrack or in the garage. You know, you mentioned Alice Stalin for many years. She did my taxes, and uh, what a nice lady. Her and Bill, great people. I uh, oh, sure. I always knew that my taxes were going to be right. Yeah, yeah, she, um, it's nice to sneak in a race car part once in a while, too. Well, now, her being your tax person, does she ever say, you know, Gary, this is kind of expensive. <laughs> Are you happy doing this? <laughs> no, she... She knows. She uh, she gets a sparkle in the eye when we're uh, when we talk racing, and and she understands because she's been down that road for a long time. Something you may not be aware of, and you can ask her the next time you see her. There was a point in time where her and Bill uh, wanted to buy Motordrome. Were you aware of that? No, she never mentioned that. We're going to talk about that one. And if they had, it'd probably still be open. But whatever, that's history. Uh, if you, <laughs> If you couldn't go racing, what would you do? Uh, we the boys were big hunters. We have land in Ohio that you know I'm going tomorrow with uh, 600 pounds of corn and minerals, and that's that's our aspiration. You'll find me in a tree. Well, now I understand you do some Texas Hold'em. A little bit about that. Yeah, we play local tournaments. My dad uh, got me involved in that game. Now Cody being in turn 21 we play that and just the local tournaments uh just it's just a skilled game and it just you know gets the heart pumping fans if you're just joining us we're talking to gary catellus from the catellus racing empire uh what would you say was your most memorable moment in racing uh my first career win in a hobby stock was the biggest rush uh getting interviewed by uh, Dal Carnahan, but it got topped off when Cody won his first race, and then um, now my my little son uh, Logan he he caught his first race. So there, that's probably the biggest that I'll never forget. We'll talk about them in just a second, but uh, everything is not uh, roses here. Uh, let's talk about the time you hit Kayla McManus. What was that like? Well, I didn't want to bring that up. Sorry, Kayla. I. Right. Cody went to a, a wedding, so, you know, he let me drive his car. He said, don't scratch it. And, man, that thing was a hot rod. I started 12th, and I got up there, and I just went through that corner, and I got into her, and, oh, I dumped her. I felt horrible. Well, not bad enough that you dump someone, but to wreck a girl, that, that's going to take a while to have that go away. But I know when I was driving, there was a couple women racing in my pit crew. Every night they'd say, don't hit the girl, and don't let her beat you. So <laughs> no pressure there. <laughs> now, <clears throat> early on, the numbers didn't all have a K in them. What was your number when you first started, and how did you pick it? I ran 99. I was rookie of the year, limited late model. I went with 65. So my dad ran 64 as long as I can remember. And then Craig uh, ran at 64 also, but then once we went to Hobby, there was a number one on the car. So we just stuck with that one, and they made us put the K on there. So the one K has been pretty famous since. I like uh, your listing here for your goals in racing. You say you want the kids to respect the sport and the competition. 
win some races and have fun. It doesn't get any better than that. As, as a role model for your sons, that is an excellent way to approach things. Yeah, it's not only the money spent in this sport, but, you know, the camaraderie with you know the family and friends and the competitors. Uh, last thing you want to do is be that guy that, you know, that somebody won't want to race side by side with you. Right. And, and you notice the ones that do respect the other competitors have a lot more success. Nobody wants to deal with someone that is always complaining, screaming, ranting, and raving, and making a fool out of themselves. So what you're teaching your boys is outstanding. Now, how many cars does Hoods Up Quick Lube have their connections with? Well, we, <laughs> we built an empire, as uh, Mrs. Zupal would say. We three boys, and then we sponsor uh, seven others, Todd Weldon. Derek Quigley, Lucas Weaver, Justin Pellegrini, my cousin Joey, Brian Knoll, and, and I even sponsored a heads-up drag racer. Um, he's a local fabricator in Mongahela, uh, Corey Stump, and I supply all his oil for him. You know, it's funny that that's why I called you to do this interview because uh, Jim Zufall says, you got to call Gary Catellus. He's built an empire down at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. So it's all coming to fruition. Now, looking at the points, and we'll start with Logan. Uh, he's a rookie, right? Yes, he's a 15-year-old, uh, no driver's license. We put him in a giant eagle parking lot and said, learn how to drive and park. And then uh, we'll put you on the racetrack. And he has five feature wins, is that correct? Yeah, we nicknamed him Neverlift and Logan from iRacing. He races with the Jordans. He has a lot of laps. Uh, anytime we have him at the local go kart tracks, he's always beat us. So he's, he's, a, he's a natural. Never lift Logan. I like that. That's yeah. got a nice touch to it. Now, in spite of all those wins, he's only got a four-point lead over Cameron Hollister. So Cameron must have a lot of runner-up spots. Yeah, the competition's uh, tough. There's even uh, another five-car that ran second. So it's it, it's close competition. It's tough starting in the in the back, and these cars are all stock and you just Logan can just get through that high side and through the corners which gave him advantage. Now in the hobby stocks Cody is currently fourth in the point standings but not for, not very far out of first place. Uh, now when on a busy night when there's so many things going on oh and I don't want to forget Jonathan. Now Jonathan's in the number six no the number two K car. Uh, on a on a race night when both of them are in the same race, uh, what are your nerves like? Yeah, I'm trying to film them both, and you know it's 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 special, especially when Jonathan was coming through the field, catching up to Cody. Uh, that was that was amazing. John's been uh, improving weekly, and uh, we can just get him to the corners like Cody does. He'll he's uh, he's improving. He's enjoying it. What I admire about the Miley family is what they provide the venue for the young guns and the hobby stocks because I don't think your boys, I mean, financially, I can't imagine you running uh, late models with all these uh, kids, but they have an opportunity to develop their skills, move up when the time comes, and depending on sponsors, they'll be good to go. And while we're talking about it, in addition to Hoods Up, 
Uh, wh- who are some of the other sponsors that are involved with your team? Well, we have tremendous help. Through my business, I make great relationships with uh, my vendors, uh, with other local garages. We, you know, tire people, we are customer. We don't sell tires. We send them to work. So people like, first off, Drew's Auto Service, the cars are held down there to where they're, the maintenance is down there. Top Care Lawn Care is Cody's Lawn Care business. Now, my big companies, Chem Oil, Mighty Auto Parts, Royal Purple, Model Cleaners, RHI, RJ Tire, Psycho Racing Performance, BB Electric, our set of guys, Anarchy Customs, and in Logan's, um, if it wasn't for B&J Performance, Bill Kevin, we wouldn't have uh, made every race for Logan. He's a uh, He's our four-cylinder guru with fixing the suspension on the car and the frame, and well, I have no idea how to work on these four-cylinder cars. We're talking to Gary Catellus from Hoods Up uh, Racing. Uh, how about the guys that work on the cars? And you must have a lot of help. Well, we all chip in uh, between the boys. My dad, uh, especially Matt Groff, works with my dad. He works on the cars. Um, Fred Barney's been with us in the pits for years. Uh, James Barber, uh, he's a, a guy that I think helps everybody. But when he's there, everything's getting done. He's our uh, he's a special guy. He's going to be with us this Saturday, too. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Is there anything we'd like to add? Well, we just our goal is to support local racing. What's up, Quick Blue? We donate tickets to local tracks. Uh, we support racing through talking with our customers, selling off our cars. Uh, everybody understands the NASCAR, and, but trying to grow the local racetracks is what it's all about. The um, big fan of mine was Bob Sportsmiller. Growing up watching him and his name on all these cars, I'm like, wow, I want to be like that guy. So, you know, Bob's been an inspiration to me, and i uh, just you know, just trying to support. We got free tickets going to a Trope this weekend. I added hundred dollar bonus to the four cylinders. Just trying to trying to get back. That's amazing. Now you mentioned Schwartzmiller, a great guy. Uh, again, the three locations. If you like racing and you want to support racing, the three locations for Hoods Up Quick Loop. Yeah, come down to Mongahela store. We do state inspections, emissions, and oil change. The Bell Garden locations where you'll find Cody at, um, that stores busy, 9 to 5 through the week, 9 to 3 on Saturdays, which Cody leaves early on Saturdays. And our newest locations in Greensburg, uh, we're probably 10 minutes from the Trove Speedway, right on 30. Well, Gary Catellus, I want to thank you for being with us. I admire your goals, and I want to wish you continued success for all your cars and teams that you're sponsoring, and I hope to see you the next time I'm down at the track. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. 
Saturday night racing entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts with our five weekly divisions. The Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. The Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. The Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks. The Always Safe Traffic Control Young Guns. And the Crawford Auto Repair 4 Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series. The Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series. The Rush Sportsman Modifieds. The Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The Rush Wingless Sprints. Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds. And the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Isaac, five straight feature wins, 25 laps. First time you've ever been here at Lernerville Speedway, and here you are in Terry Bowser excavating victory lane. Yeah, man, this place is tricky. Uh, it gave us a run for our money tonight. We weren't very good early. Uh, we had a horrible tire shake in qualifying. 
the heat race, I don't know, we were a little better, but we really had to go to work before the feature, and I just tried to pay attention to the racetrack and figure out what direction it was going. Uh, I feel kind of bad. I got into Perigo down there in one and two early. Um, not intentional. It's just it was so slow when you pulled down off of it to slide, and uh, then I was committed and I couldn't stop. Um, I don't think it was too ugly, but I feel bad about getting into him a little bit. And uh, you know, he threw another one at me down here, and it was really hard to stick the top in four. And luckily, I kind of found a way to pull down off of it and exit kind of right through the middle where there was a, a little bit of patch of grip. So. Uh, just thank you, Lee and Savannah, here with me. Uh, we worked hard for this one, and we have a, uh, a truck back there leaking diesel, so we still got more work to do before we go to Pittsburgh. So five straight feature wins in any division is impressive, but with the bus wingle sprints, that's got to feel pretty good. These are some really good cars, really great drivers. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Westfall runs hard, and uh, all the boss regulars run hard. They're tough to race with, and then you show up here, and a local Carmen Perigo, who's uh, he's probably raced here, you know, a decent amount. He's he's got it figured out, and he's fast. Uh, I just got to thank everybody on the side of this thing: Mike Martin and the Ten Plate, Van Hoy, S and M, KL, and uh, No Drama Zone, PGG, the Wright family. It just it's a lot of people pitching in to make it happen. So congratulations, five straight wins. Go pick up number six tomorrow night at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. But a big hand again for your feature winner, Isaac Chapel. 90J, Will Thomas finishes in second. Third goes to Logan Zarin. Fourth ended up with Daryl Charlier and rounding out the top five was Joe Martin as Mike Doritsky Jr. pulls up into Terry Bowser excavating victory lane here at Lernerville Speedway. His second win of the season. He won earlier this year at Dog Hollows. As Mike climbing out of the car, ladies and gentlemen, give him a big round of applause. Your winner in tonight's Pace Performance Rush Late Model feature, Michael Doritsky Jr. Mike getting hugs from everybody. Well, I've been announcing on the uh, touring series for a number of years, and I've watched Mad Dog race with us for a long time. Uh, it's a pleasure finally getting to interview you in Victory Lane, young man. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we've always ran good here. We mean, we ran good here before, and then we sucked there for a little while, and then uh, we finally got something a little better, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't be happier. I mean, this is one of my best runs over here. You looked really good out there. Will Thomas was behind you for part of the race. Did you hear him at all back there? Yeah, I heard him back here. Then on that first lap, I seen him underneath of me, so I knew I had to get to the bottom quick. But I, I was definitely worried about him the whole time. What about the lap traffic at the end, too? Oh, yeah, I was really worried about that. I mean, I got underneath of him. They were racing me like I was back here racing for last or something. I was like, man. Well, what does it mean to win here at Lernerville for you? Oh, it means a lot. I mean, uh, this is one of the biggest tracks around, like the biggest name track around. And uh, there's been a lot of great people up here in this victory lane, and I'm, I'm glad to be one of them. <laughs> and who would you like to thank, Mike? I'd like to thank uh, everybody who helps on the car, uh, my mom, dad, Randy, my girlfriend Jenna, um, Mike's Auto Repair, Napa, Gary's Auto, Palo's Auto Body, Valvoline, uh, Rocket Chassis, uh, Slavic Body, Slavic Decals. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone, but everybody that helps out, they know who they are. It'll be a big party tonight in Masontown, right? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. Michael Dorisky Jr., winner tonight here at Lernerville Speedway. Give him a round of applause. 28-time feature winner. In the rush sprints, climbing out of the car. How about it, folks? Chad Ruhlman. Chad. Well, that young kid's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a fun race. He, he's a class act for sure. Um, the lap car, you know, definitely, uh, you know, made it a little bit tough on him there. Uh, we, we threaded a needle on the back chute, so uh, hats off to uh, the 43. He, he worked his butt off tonight. I'll tell you what, 
I know you got 28 career wins, and when we started out, the division grew slowly, but it's grown really well. This is a tough field now. Yeah, the the first two years, uh, it, it felt pretty easy, and uh, I know Kevin and I are putting our engineering degrees to, to real work to try to keep up with these guys. What a great run. Third win of the season for the 68. Tell us about the run tonight. Yeah, I was just, I was happy, uh, uh, you know, with the way the track was. It was beautiful. Uh, monster cushion uh, for somebody that's 44 and overweight. That was, uh, that was tough. I'm not used to that. But uh, the first two field, uh, classes ran right around the bottom. So I was worried it was going to lane up. But um, I guess we just channeled our inner Larson tonight up on the cushion and just made sure we didn't push like Gale and the 43 did. So who would you like to thank? Uh, Tim, Tim, Bob, uh, those guys are working their butts off. I just sit here as the pretty face in the car. So they, they do all the work, so hats off to them. Chad, congratulations on a win here at Lernerville once again. Thank you, and thanks to all the sponsors uh, that did the giveaways tonight, and Vicky and yours and Mike's hard work. That was, uh, that was pretty nice. You're very welcome, and congratulations, Chad, on another win. Lernerville Speedway, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Chad Ruhlman, a winner again, and our Rush Sportsman Modifieds come. And the 40th of his career, ladies and gentlemen, Chaz Wolbert. They brought down some champagne, some poppers and everything. 40 career wins in this class. Congratulations on another one, my friend. And after watching you blow your engine up last week at Expo, this has got to feel pretty good. Yeah, uh, if there was anything I wanted to win this year, it was Expo. That's our, uh, I would say, our home track to a certain degree. And uh, it was unfortunate, but... Uh, Things like this happen. It's racing, so uh, you get back to the grindstone and uh, just get back the next week. That Ben Eastler kid was pretty good tonight. He was all over you there for a while. I tell you what, Ben's turned a lot of laps on here on iRacing, so, uh, you know, the winter time really gets to him. But uh, I just kept the bottom protected. Uh, track really, really slicked off compared to what we had in a heat race and everything. So uh, just kept the bottom protected, try to hit all my marks and stay smooth and straight, and uh, that's where it got us. Who would you like to thank for the run? Uh, first off, I got to thank God because without him, uh, none of this would be possible. I got to thank uh, Rush, uh, Lernerville for having us, uh, my wife, my little guy Kanan, my little brother Jaden, uh, my dad, all my sponsors, uh, Russ King Racing, uh, 955 Automotive, and Race One. Thank you, Brad, for the motor. Uh, Alcon Mechanical, uh, Walters Builders, Dunkin' Donuts of Warren, Ohio, uh, BCT Construction, Ohio Inter Express. Uh, and I tell you what, it's really good. And thank you to all the fans for coming out tonight and sticking it out through that, uh, that little bit of a caution-filled feature. What does it mean to win 40 of these things? I tell you what, uh, it's awesome. You wouldn't think me starting five, I think, years ago, you know, getting to where we are today, it's, a, uh, it's an awesome thing. But a lot of people uh, don't understand the hard work that you've got to put in uh, every week to be able to make it to the track and to be able to be a top-running car uh, you know, you take a lot of time away from your family, and, uh, you know, I really give it to my wife and my son for sticking it out for me through these 40. Congratulations, Chaz, on a great run. Thank you guys very much. Chaz Wolber, ladies and gentlemen, give him a round of applause, those of you that are still here, and uh, picks up win number 40 on the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, and a great end to our Rush Summer Showcase here at Lernerville Speedway. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania where they've been for over 50 years. 
They hand select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners, joining us now is Casey Flegel. Casey, good evening. How are you? Great, buddy. How are you doing? I'm good. What's the best way for someone, a fan, competitor, another driver, car owner, to describe Casey Flegel in 2021? Well, Don, you know, I started out at the bottom and worked my way up and continue to move up and you know i had a lot of people help me along the way and uh i try to give back as much as i can helping you know other people in other divisions or you know whether it comes to helping you know people even in my division that are competing against me i don't have a problem you know helping anybody out i do my best to uh you know make sure that anybody who wants to go racing uh if there's any way i can help them to achieve that goal i do it 
You're a, you're a lot like your uncle, Barry Audi, because he's always helping somebody, and it frustrates me and his mom because we talk when I see her in the stands. She said, he's helping people to beat him. He ought to just help them a little bit, but don't don't make them faster than he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes sometimes things like that happen, but, you know, that's just, uh, that's just the love and passion that I think, you know, him and I and... I know there's a few other people that just have for the sport, you know. I remember a case last year where one of the four-cylinder guys totaled his car, and you told him to bring over a shell, and you had built him a complete new car in a week, and he was back on Saturday night. Who was that? That was Evan Nybert. He uh, he got that car that he was racing. It was rusted out. I mean, it was in bad shape. Like, I went to drove it on the road, let alone race it. And, I mean, he raced it for, I think, three years over there. And actually, I bought him a shell off a friend of mine that uh, his daughter actually hit a, hit a telephone pole right out from my house. And the car was sitting there, and, like, the core support and everything was smashed out of it, but the shell was immaculate, uh, no rust on it or anything. And I ended up buying it off of him, and uh, I gave it to Evan. And the plan was we were going to build him a new car over winter, like last winter. Well, he got wrecked there the second-to-last race, and... Uh, he said, "Hey man," he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that stuff over, and whenever we get started on it, we'll get started on it." I said, well, "Aren't you up in the points pretty good?" He said, "Yeah, but we we don't have time." I said, "You bring it over." I said, "You bring your race car over, bring that shell over. I'll have you at the track on Saturday." Well, I worked on it Monday evening, uh, Tuesday evening, and Wednesday evening, and he came Thursday when he got off work and loaded it in the trailer and took it home, and he took it out Saturday and won with it. That's amazing. Now, is Barry Audi the reason you got involved in racing, or was it someone else? Um, no, actually, back in the day when Thunder Valley was running, uh, me and my pap, we used to go to the races every Saturday. That's what we did. and We used to sit in the grandstands, and then we finally we ventured up and we got a tailgate spot, and then it just turned into you know everybody was hanging out there, and it was just like the thing to do on Saturday nights, and I always loved it. I always loved it over there. And then when I got a little bit older... I started going into pits because I always, you know, I've, I've been a mechanic my whole life, so I've been around cars, and I always enjoyed, you know, the race, and I figured, why not go down and see if anybody needs a hand? And uh, actually, the like, the first guy that I ever helped with a race car was probably uh, Jimmy Saylor, and uh, I helped him for a while, I, and then I, I'd just bounce around the pits, you know, like I said, I help anybody out, and then for a while, I'd go on, on Saturday nights if Thunder Valley would rain out, Jennerstown would happen to run. I'd go over and I'd help Barry, you know, you know, do whatever I could, change tires, check air pressure, whatever he needed done, just do it, you know. Uh, and it just kind of stemmed from there. And then finally, uh, we all decided that we were going to get uh, race cars. I was hanging out with the Plutas at the time, and uh, they both got cars, and I didn't have one. Well, a buddy of mine had a 1997 Mazda Protégé with a 1.6 in it. He gave me the car, and I got a cage from somebody at, like, piece this thing together and i mean i went out there they, them guys would lap me in like five laps i could hold it flat on the floor and they'd drive by me like i was tied to a stump <laughs> but you know that was that was how i got my start and i went from that to a uh ford escort i ran it twice i ended up selling it and then uh i got a cavalier and i actually uh got my first feature win in a cavalier at thunder valley in 2010 the first it was actually my rookie season so I was fortunate enough to get a good, a good enough car 
and get a feature win my first year in racing. Fans, we're talking to Casey Flegel. Casey, you had a lot of success on the dirt, but then eventually you decided you were going to try the asphalt, and I think for some period of time there you were doing both. What uh, motivated the change to the asphalt? Um, harassment from my Uncle Barry and Donnie and everybody because I'd come over <laughs> here and hang out with them during the week at the garage, and they say, oh, you got to give up that dirt. you got to come try the asphalt. And I said, okay. I said, I'll do it. Well, I changed the tranny in my car, and I come over to the asphalt. Well, my car looked like a four-wheel drive compared to everybody else over there. <laughs> uh, and I think that was the first year I ran was in 15, the first time I ever ran on the pavement. And they had like a, I, I want to say it was a 50-lap four-cylinder race. Uh, I think Hillbilly Zarafoss actually put it on. Uh, and I started dead last because I, I wasn't there for like the qualifying and everything. But I think I finished, I think I ended up finishing like eighth or something. So I was like thrilled to death. Well, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have like a bunch of sponsors or a bunch of money to buy, you know, special springs and everything. So I just went home, took that car home. I heated all the springs up with a torch and shrunk it down, got, you know, got it down to where it was closer to the track and uh, finished out the season on the pavement. And uh, then I built, actually built a pavement car for 16 men and, uh, had a lot of success with it at and at one point in time i had uh i had seven cars actually 2017 i won 12 features at four different tracks in four different cars wow that's amazing some of your jobs in, in you're helping all these people but being specific some of the jobs that you had in racing would have been what well the first job I ever had in racing was actually I drove a mud truck at Thunder Valley, helped run the track in every week. <laughs> uh, but I've done everything pretty much at a track from going around and collecting the garbage to whatever, you know, anything that needed done, I'd do it just to, uh, you know, help the track keep going. Uh, and then, like I said, pit crewing for different guys. But I've, I've pretty much, if you can think of something in racing, I've pretty much, I've pretty much done it. That's what it sounds like. How many years have you been driving? This is the uh, this this is the eleventh year. I started in two thousand and ten, so this will be my eleventh season racing. I always ask the drivers, "What's the best part of racing for you?" It's got to be this season. I mean, you're undefeated. Yeah, it's, it's, that's pretty cool to uh, be able to do something like that. Um, we just, I mean, we put, I put a lot of time in, in hard work into that car every week. And I got, you know, Mark and Hoyle and Keller and my brother come in the pits and, uh, they, they, you know, they do everything for me. When I get to the track on Saturday, I unload the car and I sit in a chair. When I get in the car and go out, I come in, I tell them what it's doing and they fix it. Like, I don't have to worry about anything. I mean, I, I definitely couldn't do it, you know, without them guys, you know, having my back every week and, Mark, I mean, if I tell him what that car is doing, he knows exactly where to go, exactly what to do to make it do what I want it to do. And, I mean, the biggest thing I think it is is whenever you got a car that the driver's comfortable in, I mean, it's, and, and you know, it's good equipment, it definitely uh, makes it tough to beat. I don't know how you would have any time, but do you have any hobbies? <clears throat> um, not really. Uh, I shoot a little pool every now and then. Uh, other than that, 
you can find me at somebody's garage helping them on their race car. I mean, for the most part, in the winter time, uh, in the winter time, we like to do like to do some buggy ride and stuff like that. But uh, for the most part, I pretty much eat, sleep, and breathe racing. I mean, I build a I have a I build a driving simulator in my basement. So in the winter time, I I still race all winter. I I do the i racing on there. So I mean, I spend I spend lots of time on that. I also do I I do all my own vinyl. I do all my own vinyl work and, and uh, the graphics for my cars. Actually, I design a bunch of people's cars. Uh, Steve Singo, that car that he's driving this year in memory of his uh, late stepson, Tanner, I actually designed that car, and I was driving it on iRacing, and I just like took a screenshot of it and sent it to them, and then they're like, oh, we got to make my car look like that. So uh, ended up we, you know, something that came out of my head that was on a computer screen is now being driven and winning races at Jennerstown, you know, that's a pretty, pretty cool feeling. And it's beautiful. Casey, we need to take a break for uh, a commercial, and we'll be back after these messages. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers competed late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. All right, fans, we're back and we're talking to Casey Flegel, the gentleman that is undefeated this year at the Jennerstown Speedway. I asked you before how you picked your car number, but we get new listeners all the time. How about explaining that? So when I first started out, I wanted to be 13 because my birthday is the 13th. So I was 13, but it seemed like at the time there was like, I don't know, 20 people that had the number 13. And uh, we were at the shop one day and guy said well why don't you just make your number 113 i said yeah i kind of like that and uh we went with the 113 and it's it's stuck ever since then i actually uh my first my first car was 13 and then i went to 13c and then the car that i actually got my first feature went in uh ray wright built it and uh we all ran oh andrew was driving his car and i was driving my car and they both had 68 on them so we made it 68c so if you see, like, the early pictures of me uh, in Victory Lane or on the track, I was in an orange and purple Cavalier, and it was uh, 68C. And then when I repainted that car over the winter, that's whenever we were talking about the number and said about the 113. So the 113 came about in in my second year, actually, of racing, not the first year. So 2011, so this will be the 10th year running the 113. Now, with winning uh, regularly, uh, what's the future look like for you? Stay where you are, maybe try something different. What's the situation? Um, I know I put a post on Facebook and uh, about getting fitted in a new, 
fitted in a new car. I was kind of just playing with people, but there's definitely a lot of uh, interest, it seems, in that, and a lot of people are happy about that decision. But I can confidently say that for next year, we'll definitely uh, be in a pro stock. You're, you're going to make a lot of street stock drivers happy. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this doesn't happen without a lot of help. Let's take a minute and acknowledge your sponsors. Yeah, this is this is the list. Uh, uh, and now, whenever I read this off, then people will understand in Victory Lane why I uh, like keep saying um 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 because it's just so hard to uh, try to remember everybody. I mean, it takes. It takes so many people and so much help to, you know, make that make that car go around that track every week. But uh, definitely my dad, Toes Auto, uh, Mike Jenkins at Team Force, Memorial Highway Chevrolet, Barron Trucking, Arsenberger Trucking, Southside Transfer, The Lodge at Indian Lake, uh, Terry and Anita Manier at the Somerset VFW, Keystone Wheel Polish, Fat Boys, uh, Sandy's Bar and Grill in Gray, L&M Excavating, Junior's Tackle Box, Shane Schaefer, Blackburn Marine Distributing, Elite Kitchen and Bass, Painter's Kettle Corn, Roof Garden Market, Indian Lake Realty, Snyder's, Yamato, Grind Service in Shanksville, Chemstream, Route 30 Landscaping, Flegel's Lawn Care, uh, all the guys up at the Somerset Sheriff's Department. Uh, Brad was Brad was always a great sponsor of mine. Uh, it's an honor to to have that memorial on the hood for him this year. Uh, Kings and Queens, Slezak's Karate, and John Morocco, and like I said before, uh, all the guys that come in the pits, Mark Musto and Ron Hoyle and Mikey Keller, my brother Cody, uh, I definitely couldn't do it without them guys coming in and having my back and taking care of that car for me every week. I don't think anyone would mind you having that cheat sheet whenever you're in victory lane because that's way too much to remember well that's what i said that's why i always apologize because there ain't no way that i can just i mean you know when you're when you're in victory lane your excitement and the emotions that you have going on it's uh it's hard to remember you know eight or ten of them i got a list you know i wrote all these down so i have a list uh i might even forgot somebody that you know writing them down on this paper but that's why I always say, if I didn't get you, I apologize sincerely, but I definitely, I thank you for your support, and uh, it definitely wouldn't be possible without all those great people. And you can get them the next time, because it'll be definitely a next time. Oh, and then that's what I tell them, I'll get you the next time, or if I forget you, you know, remind me, you know. Casey Flegel, I want to compliment you and congratulate you on your season so far. I know there's a lot more wins coming, and I want to thank you for being with us tonight. Hey, thanks, Don. It was a pleasure. I also, if we have a minute, I want to I want to take time too. I want to thank uh, all the owners at the track and all the staff over there. Uh, I know last year the season we didn't. I didn't think we were going to have a race season last year with the COVID, and. They, they did their best. I mean, they bent over backwards to give us a place to race last year. And now this year, you know, with everything that went on, we're, we're having trouble um, with the tire shortage. And they're doing everything they can to make sure that they don't have to cancel races on account of tires. You know, they're, they're, doing, they're doing everything they possibly can to make sure that we can continue to race and not have to cancel our season. And without them guys, none of us would be there racing. So... 
definitely want to say thanks to them as well. Billy Rebar and the owners make a wonderful team. Their goal is to provide a wonderful, beautiful place to race, and they're doing that. And I think yes, they absolutely are. And I thank you again for being with us. Hey, my pleasure, buddy. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Racers for Tots is a nonprofit organization composed of a group of racing enthusiasts who have come together to raise money through various fundraisers and raffles to purchase toys for children in need during the Christmas season. Founded in 1999, Racers for Tots has raised over $2 million to purchase toys and bicycles for children in need across western Pennsylvania. Racers for Tots donates to Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh, the Salvation Army, Father Ryan's Outreach Center, Children of Murder Victims, Catholic Charities, Bikes for Children with Autism, and any local organization that benefits families with children in need. This year, the organization will celebrate 21 years, and there are many local and regional raffles and fundraisers planned. And if you see the Racers for Tots car at your local Speedway, be sure to purchase a $10 ticket for a chance to win the Racers for Tots grand prize, a brand new rocket race car. This car is valued at about $50,000. For additional information, call 412-952-4723 or go to info at racersfortots.org. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, Call 412-922-8988. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Well, Brady, it's been about a year, but here you are back in Latro Victory Lane. 
with the New York Bar and Grill, hot transmission car number 14. Tell you what, what a run. You and Dzinski, one of the two younger drivers in the division, but man, you guys raced out there really clean with a lot of respect, nose to tell. Yeah, I mean, my dad was giving me signals, and I, I knew Dritsky was there, and man, I was just, I, I just kept praying. I mean, I love coming to this place. I wish I could come here more, but hats off to them guys. They work just as hard as we do, and just thankful we can come here and race. And I'm sure the fans are, too. And, you know, one thing with this, this is the same car, but you take it down to the bull ring at Tyler County, you went down there, you went here at the big half mile. What kind of changes do you have to make depending on what tracks you're going to? Honestly, we unloaded the same, pretty much every racetrack with the same stuff and adjust from there. I mean, you always got to start with your baseline so you know how your car is and just got to work on it all night. And I mean, the thing we do is change gears really to come here and then, you know, just tweak on it. But I, I really want to thank my family, my dad, and all my sponsors on this car uh, Gary's Auto Sales, Bobby Lake Motorsports, Hodge Transmission, Ron Anderson. Uh, Ultralight Brakes, New York Bar and Grill, Ed Nicholson Sons Lumber Company. There's so many names on this car, I can't thank them enough. Uh, Hills Tire, Show Offs Hairstyles, just, just so many. I, I can sit here for probably 10 minutes to keep, just keep telling to you. Braden, you said you're going to commit to the Summer Sizzler Series, so we're going to see you back here some more? Uh, yeah, I, I think we're definitely going to run the whole, whole, whole Summer Sizzler Series. Race fans, give a round of applause. First time this year, Braden Dillinger here at Victory Lane at Lake Trove Speedway. Brett, let me be the first one to welcome you to Latro Speedway Victory Lane. And I'll tell you what, we've been talking the last couple of weeks. You guys have just been going through this car and finding stuff. And I told you the, as fast as you were two weeks ago, it wouldn't be long until you got here. You actually made an honest person on me. Congratulations. Oh, man, thanks. This is, I'm speechless. Well... This has to be awesome. You've been here many times back when your stepdad was helping Joe Kelly with your dad helping Rich Logan. Rich Logan. I was getting there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, been here with your brother, Anthony Monopart. But to be here earning this and knowing that all these people right here are here in support of you, uh, that has to make you feel amazing. Yeah, uh, it's been a rough two years. We started this a long time ago. I used to come here as a kid with my mom, my brothers. We basically grew up here. We rode our bicycles here one night from like six miles away. And uh, I hate that I used up Jeff on a last lap, but he gave it to me in three. And it's just, I, I don't know, this is awesome. I, thanks to everybody that, that everybody's that's here. Um, this is an emotional weekend. Um, my dad's girlfriend, Carol, lost a brother a year ago today, and he always told me I needed to step on the loud pedal. I used all I could on the last lap, so there's so many people I, I can't thank enough. All my sponsors, Coons Brothers, Line X Elatrobe, uh, Gene Cook Supports, Pit Stop of Dairy, uh, Advantage Steel, Dairy Construction, uh, Auto Salon, Mike's Wholesale Transmission. Mike finally made a race. I guess he's going to have to come to a lot more. Uh, both of my brothers for helping me. Shane, the kid's 14 years old. He spends six days a week in my house. Just everybody that's involved. Frank put a new nose on it this week because he told me it looked like crap. So we got orange headlights, and I'm pretty sure they're staying. 
Hey, now we got one more thing. Remember being here as a kid and your your stepdad, Richie Logan, Joe Kelly, and all those greats, there was one custom that they had to do. Now you're going to be doing that. I hope you're not a vegetarian because you're about to kiss a cow. Sorry, Hunter, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> Rachel, let's give a round of applause. It is a career first win for Brett Hutera. Speedway proudly presented Rappin' on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.